All right. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is our fourth episode of Walk and Talk Wellness with Tani. So go ahead and lace those sneakers up, get yourself ready to go. And I'm going to start this timer so that we can get our walk rocking and rolling. As you're walking, I want you to be just walking at a comfortable pace as we get warmed up and you get ready to go. Uh, I am pretty excited about this topic today. It's one that is near and dear to my heart. And I find myself talking about a lot with the women that I work with because it is such a big one and so many of us struggle with it. So before we begin, again, my name is Tani Wachinski. I am a certified health coach and personal trainer with 20 years of experience in the field. I am the owner and operator of Titanium Online Fitness and the creator of the Back to Basics um, Behavior Change Program. Before I get rocking, I do have to um, read off my exercise disclaimer. So please bear with me for just a moment as I get through that little piece of business. Uh, The exercises in this um, podcast are for educational and entertainment purposes only and are not meant to be interpreted as medical advice. Exercise is not without risks, and this or any other exercise program may result in injury. To reduce the risk of injury, please consult with your healthcare provider before beginning any exercise program. The exercise instruction and advice provided are in no way intended as a medical consultation. By participating, you agree to indemnify and hold Tony Wachinski and Titanium Online Fitness harmless from any and all losses, injuries, liabilities, or damages resulting from any and all claims, causes of action, suits, proceedings, or demands against Tony Wachinski or Titanium Online Fitness arising from or related to decisions you make using this content. You agree that you use this information at your own risk. That is always a tough one to get through, um, but unfortunately necessary. Okay, team, hopefully you are walking at your comfortable pace. Now today um, we are moving into our slow jog phase, but if you are not a jogger, remember you can always just kind of pick the pace up for your walk. Um, if you choose to do that instead of actually jogging. So I just want to be very, very clear that you're never required to run. In any of the classes that I teach, I always say some people just aren't made to jump. So if you are not um, a runner or a jumper, that is just fine. There is always something that you can do instead. So let's get to our topic. It's like I said, one of my favorites. Um, We're talking about toxic thoughts today, sort of that self-love that, that, um, or creating that self-love, sort of turning off those toxic thoughts. Um, I believe that knowledge is power. So if you can start to recognize some of these thoughts that you might be having in yourself and, you know, naming them maybe, and sort of dismissing them and replacing them with more helpful thoughts, then it's really, really, uh, powerful in your wellness journey because you start to sort of reshift your focus. And actually I just was reading um, something that someone shared. I thought it was beautiful. This mom was talking about how whenever her children ask to take a picture, no matter what she looks like, she always happily uh, replies yes. It was like this rule that she had made when her children were babies uh, because she wanted to show these uh, babies about self-love and that, you know, just embracing life and not worrying about how you look. She made it a point to never say anything negative about her body in front of her children and uh, really was just modeling that positive body image for them. And she said that 
after a while, she didn't really have to pretend anymore. It just became part of her that she did um, love and honor herself in every season and every place. And I just thought it was beautiful because I do strongly believe that there is a shift that happens inside of you as you start to work on some of this stuff on the inside, that it really just becomes a part of you and you don't necessarily have to work anymore. It's just something that is a part of you and you do it and it's amazing and it's beautiful. So it is worth the time and the effort to start to change your thought patterns because you can, you can do it. It just takes a little bit of um, practice and then you'll get good at it. And the next thing you know, you just, you're not tearing yourself down quite as much with that internal critic. Now, before I get into the talk, I can see on my timer that we're coming up um, on the first five minutes in your comfortable pace. So remember, as you're walking in this comfortable pace, you, you know, you're getting a little bit warmer. You are probably um, increasing your heart rate and your breathing just a little bit, but you should still be able to talk fairly easily. So if you and I were having a conversation, you should be able to add to it without any problems. All right, my friends, um, in just a couple seconds, we're gonna get a little bit faster. All right, go ahead. We've got three minutes at a fast walk pace. So I want you to pick up your pace just a little bit more. Now in this fast walk pace, um, again, you're, you're getting a little bit more uncomfortable, right? You're going up in that uh, rating of perceived exertion scale. I'm looking for at least a five or a six on a scale of one to 10. All right, 10 being maximum effort. So five, six, a little bit uncomfortable, but it is something that you can maintain for a while without too many problems. You definitely are not singing a song, okay? So um, kind of try to find that pace for me. All right, we've got a couple minutes in this pace. So let's start with our first thought. So one of the thoughts that a lot of times people will fall into, it's called an all or nothing thought. So that's where you really only see extremes. So maybe you're starting a new um, nutrition program and you're like, I'll never be able to have ice cream again, or, um, you know, I'll never be able to eat this or that. And really the reality is nothing is forbidden, hopefully in any fitness uh, or um, nutrition program, unless you've got some type of allergy or sensitivity, but you know, everything can be in moderation and you can find ways. Um, but the point is it's, it's all or nothing. So in that example I'm talking about, but or maybe you think like exercise is boring. Um, and the reality is maybe you just haven't found exercise that you enjoy yet. And you need to keep trying things. Like there's no all or nothing. You don't have to be completely on the dot in order to see progress or make progress. There's always um, gray areas that you can work in. And there actually is research on this where they looked at people and the percentage um, that they were able to kind of stay on whatever the program was that they were following. And obviously people who, you know, had a higher percentage of being on that program, maybe they were at like 85 or 90% um, did better and had better results. But even people who are down in the 30 and 40% were still making progress. So I always say progress is perfection. You still are moving forward. So it's never all or nothing. So that is definitely a toxic thought that you've got to kind of just toss out um, in the garbage and keep moving forward. Because really in life, I don't think there's anything that's ever all or nothing. 
<laughs> I'm sure there is it somewhere, but it for the most part. So all or nothing thoughts, I want you to sort of be aware of um, when you think them, try to replace them with something better, something that's more true, because that's really a lie. A lot of these, um, I call them your lies because they, they're just lies inside of your head that try to keep you in a place where obviously you don't wanna be. If you're trying to make changes, then you are trying to do something to change what's happening. All right, team, I wanna get back to the workout because we've got about 10 more seconds in this fast walk. And then I'm gonna ask you to pick it up again. So getting even a little bit faster. All right, now, if you are a jogger or a runner, go ahead and start um, picking it up into a slow jog. All right, so I'm not looking for anything crazy, but I do want you to be working just a tiny bit harder than you were a moment ago. You have about five minutes in this faster pace. If you're just a walker, I shouldn't say just a walker, but if you're a walker, um, I want you to, again, pick it up. Maybe you're pumping your arms a little bit more. You're trying to increase your heart rate just a little bit more to increase the intensity now. All right, back to our talk, my friends. The next one that is a big one is making excuses. Oh boy, <laughs> where you blame situations, things, other people for what's going on and why you're not able to um, you know, do the things, to follow your program, to do whatever it is that you are looking to do. Um, so you really want to be aware of those and recognize it in yourself when you let those excuses um, creep in and get in your way. So I know I've talked about like the 10 minute rule. So that's a really good one to use when you're tired, you're not really feeling um, amazing that day. And you're, you're kind of letting those excuses start to get in the way of, of your goals and your exercise, or maybe, you know, cooking a nice meal, but I'm specifically talking about exercise. So I would say, have that 10 minute rule where you give yourself 10 minutes to do whatever it is that you promised yourself you were gonna do. So if you were supposed to do an exercise class, you're still gonna go to class. Maybe you're gonna warn the instructor that you're really not feeling great that day and you might need to leave early. Or you know, if you have um, a walk that you were gonna do, whatever it is. But if after 10 minutes, you still feel crummy, then allow yourself to go. You kept your appointment, you kept your promise, you did the thing. So that is really, really key. Um, but sometimes you have to just make those adjustments. You know, if the weather's not great, maybe you're not going to go outside that day for your walk, but you're going to stay inside and do a modified, you know, walk inside. Um, or maybe your spouse is getting in the way of your goals, um, for nutrition. You know, if they're asking for different snacks or cooking different food, and that can be a really, really hard one, I will admit, but you know, it's, it's opening your mouth and asking for support and having those conversations and reminding your spouse that this is just a season. All right. It's not forever. If you're trying to create change, you know, a lot of people, they want to lose weight. And if that is your goal, then just for a little while, you do have to sort of be a little bit stricter about some of those treats, about some of those things that might be coming in. And then as you've solidified your habits and your patterns and the way that you do things, you can bring those traits back in and maybe, you know, allow them in moderation um, once you've got your program down or you've got that weight loss and maybe your spouse will realize they feel better if they start to eat better too. So just looking for those excuses that you might use and tell yourself and recognizing them as an excuse and knowing that you do have power and that you don't need to let it get in the way. All right, so that's number two. 
Um, you guys are still working at your high pace, so you're probably a little bit uncomfortable right now. Hopefully you can still focus on what I'm talking about. I just want to sort of bring you back to your workout for a moment. So the next thought, uh, harmful thought process is filtering thoughts. And that's where you ignore the good and only focus on the bad. So, um, you know, maybe thinking like no one supports me in what I'm doing, but actually seeing that there are some people who support you. Maybe it's not your spouse, but maybe it's your best friend or, you know, your cousin or one of your other family members. There's, you know, it's, it's almost like that extremes, but there's usually something that you can find in the situation. Or a lot of times, again, I'll see people, I haven't stuck to my program this week at all. But when you look into it, the reality is that they've stuck to it, you know, three or four days out of seven. That's pretty good. So again, it's it's not letting it be those extremes. You're, you want to try to find the good in those thoughts so that you can, again, focus in on that positivity and not let the negative part of the equation weigh you down, right? The negatives are still there, um, but you're looking for the positives. You're looking for the silver linings, actively trying to seek them out. And it really does start to shift the way that you see the world, the way that you see yourself, and you start to look for the positives in um, all things. All right, moving on, my friends. You've got about 20 seconds left at this um, fast pace. So go ahead and keep it up. I'm gonna wait just a moment so I can get this transition for you. And then we'll move on to the next harmful thought and how we might shift that to a helpful thought. Three, two, one. All right, slow it down, guys. You're coming back to a comfortable pace as you recover from that interval. So come on down. We're looking for like a, even a four on that RPE scale. So something a little bit more manageable as you recover your heart rate, you recover your breath. All right. This is a rough one for people. So listen up. The next one is those self labeling thoughts. So that's where you're calling yourself something bad. That is that nasty little internal critic that comes in and tells you the bad things about yourself and is lying to you but it's, it is something, especially women, but I'm sure men too, um, struggle with. So recognizing those as lies and then shifting them and thinking of something that is a more positive truth. So some examples are, you know, I'm so weak, um, but looking at what you can do, you know, um, look how far I've come. I, I can climb the stairs now without getting out of breath. That's pretty fantastic. Um, or I'm going to start being a little bit more active so I can get stronger. Awesome, right? You're out here walking. So hopefully you're doing some things. So you are creating change. So not letting that negative liar take over. Um, and just knowing that you're in a process and a season of change and learning and you're getting better every time. And it's amazing. And even just doing that is huge because change is hard, but you know, it is worth it. Um, so when I coach people on the self-labeling thoughts, especially, um, but for any of these, really, you kind of want to imagine a stop sign or a hand or something in your head that's going to shock you a little bit and, and make you redirect. So you see that stop sign and then you flip it immediately with something that's a little bit more positive. So whatever the thought is that's coming up, 
you're going to flip it. So women who have had children, a lot of times we have to deal with the changes that happen in our bodies because of having those babies, right? We carry them for nine months. There's a lot of things that happen. Um, so sometimes we can really get down on ourselves about those changes. So when you have that stop sign coming up and maybe you focus on how amazing it was that you brought life into the world and that you created those sweet babies and what an amazing mother you are. Um, so things like that, you know, I um, have four children. I haven't lost all of that baby weight yet, if ever. <laughs> we'll see. But I do like, you know, if I have my squishy belly and my babies love my squishy belly, they love to put their head on my belly and, um, you know, read with me or play with me. And that's a beautiful thing. So when I do start to get down, I try to remember that. And it does help quite a bit in that self-love journey. All right, friends, uh, back to the workout for a moment. You are going to pick it up to your slow jog again. So your comfortable pace is over. <laughs> you got to go a little bit quicker. So we're going back up into that maybe a seven on your RPE scale. I want you to get a little bit uncomfortable for um, just a few more minutes. If you're not a jogger, that's okay, but you're going up to like your fastest walk that you can. Um, this is the last one in this series today that is gonna be this high. So stick with me for just a few more minutes. All right, back to our toxic thoughts. Comparing thoughts. I always say comparison is the thief of joy, right? You are looking at other people um, not knowing anything about their journey and what they deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. And you're just assuming that their life is better and that they're better at whatever it is. And that's just not true, right? We all come with baggage. We all come with challenges and um, you just never know what someone else is walking. So comparing to someone else is futile and keeping that in mind. So maybe you're looking at someone who's in your weight loss group and they have lost more weight than you and you're comparing yourself to them. Uh, but the reality is, you know, you don't need to do that. Their body is different. Their journey is different. Maybe you ask them for some tips and what they're doing. Uh, maybe you find out that they are actually doing something super extreme that is against what your coach is telling you to do. So, you know, that's not going to be sustainable. I don't know. <laughs> um, but just keeping that in mind, right? You, you just, you cannot compare yourself to someone else. Maybe you're in a class and, you know, so-and-so is so much stronger than I am. Maybe so-and-so has been doing it for a lot longer. Maybe, you know, so-and-so has more time to dedicate to the gym than you do because so-and-so doesn't have X amount of kids. Like there's, there's so many ways. So just, you just got to stop. You've got to recognize it when it comes into your head that no, I'm comparing myself to that person and that's not going to be helpful. Remind yourself that you don't know what their journey is um, and that none of that matters because it will steal your joy every single time, right? There's always going to be someone who's thinner than you, faster than you, stronger than you, richer than you, drives a better car than you, whatever it is, there's always going to be someone who you could compare yourself to. And you just need to let that go. You need to focus on your journey, your fitness, your health, um, and your joy. Don't let comparing yourself steal your joy. So there's that. All right, my friends, you've got about 15 more seconds at this slow jog pace. Um, so I want you to just really focus on your breathing. Do me do a form check for me. Make sure you're sticking with your form. You're almost there. You are so close to the end. If you need to turn around, now would be a great time. 
All right, fast walk. Slow it down a little bit, guys. You're not going all the way down to comfortable though. I still want it to be um, a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit difficult, but it's not quite that slow jog or that super fast walk pace. Good. All right, you've got about five minutes at this uncomfortable fast walk, and then we're gonna get a three minute cool down and you're done. So you are almost there. You're doing a great, great job. All right, my friends, moving on. We're actually almost down the list, so we'll see what I can come up with. I can usually talk <laughs> with no problem on these topics, so I'm sure I can keep going for you. All right, the next one, we call them gloom and doom thoughts. So these are the thoughts where you just assume the worst, right? You always go to the worst case scenario, and it can often lead to giving up because if you're assuming the worst, then what's the point, right? <laughs> so we wanna try to avoid those thoughts. Um, sometimes that might be like, I just know I'm going to get hurt. I'm not even going to bother. Okay. Well, there is always a risk of exercise, right? That's why every single time we, you meet with me, I'm having to read that disclaimer. Um, but there are ways to try to make it safer. You're going to make sure that you have good, decent shoes. You're going to, you know, keep an eye on your walk and, and try to make sure that you don't trip over anything. Um, you're going to, listen to your body and, and modify things. So even if I'm telling you to go fast, if you need to slow down, then slow down, right? You're in charge of this workout. I'm just here as a guide. So um, that whole gloom and doom, it's, it's not serving you and it's just not true. And guess what? If you do get hurt, maybe you have to take a little bit of break for that, but you can still do other things. So let's say you hurt your leg, you can still do upper body work. You can still do core work. There's still a lot of things that you can do. Maybe you need to get in the pool for a little while and do water walking in the pool or swimming. There's always a way. That's one of the taglines that I use in my training and, and my coaching practice. There is always a way. Sometimes it doesn't look exactly the way that you want it to look right now, but it's a season and everything will change at any point. Like you can, you know, everything changes. So you can't let something stop you like it's it's never perfect so I always say in my classes like the planets never align for behavior change it never is the perfect time to do it's like having kids right people are always like oh it's not the right time to have kids I don't have enough money I don't have this I don't have that and it's never going to align you just have to jump in and go for it and deal with it as you go and learn as you go right so with um, fitness nutrition health wellness all the behavior change things it's never going to be that perfect time where you can focus in on this stuff. There are always things that you are trying to juggle and you just have to fit it in to your world and your life. Nobody has more time than anybody else. We all have 24 hours in a day. We all have duties, jobs, responsibilities, um, things that we have to get done and that might try to get in your way. So you have to prioritize, you have to make it work, um, and you have to not give up right? You need that whatever it takes attitude in order to make the changes. And if you fail, guess what? You learned something and you get to try again. Woohoo! Score for you. <laughs> All right. Um, so another big one in this gloom and doom is family history. So if you have a family history that is fraught with all kinds of um, diseases or dysfunctions, that, that might be something that you struggle with in the gloom and doom thoughts, right? Because you just assume that you're going to develop whatever it is. But the reality is that you do have some control over part of it. So, um, you know, if you have 
diabetes is a big one in your family history, and you just assume you're going to get diabetes, you can recognize the fact that your lifestyle choices do um, have some effect and, and might help. I'm not saying it will, and I'm not saying if you develop it that you did something wrong or it's your fault. You know, the body is a very intricate thing, but um, your choices are very helpful in either um, developing or, or if you do convert, managing that disease or dysfunction. So, you know, whatever it is that you have in your family history, I have yet to see something where nutrition and exercise aren't a big part of the treatment plan. So if you can do the things that help to prevent whatever it is, even if you convert and, and end up getting it, managing it will probably be a lot easier if you're already doing the things. So don't let that gloom and doom sort of let you be complacent. All right, my friends, go ahead and slow it down. You're going to come into your cool down pace. So that's your comfortable pace. Again, down to maybe a three to a four um, on that rate of perceived exertion. You're going to be able to talk pretty easily again. And you're just in that nice cool down for three minutes. So wrapping up that gloom and doom, just there's, it's, it's never that all or nothing, right? It's not always the worst case scenario. You've got to look for the positives and remember that you do have choice and control in your life and in any situation. Sometimes things happen in your life and you don't actually control what happened, but you do have a choice in how you respond and the energy that you put into that situation, how you let it affect you. That is where you have your control and your power. So really kind of focusing in on that and thinking about that. I know things in life happen that are not awesome and you just have to roll with it. But if you can get better at finding those silver linings, at choosing your response, you're gonna feel a lot better and it's gonna get a lot easier. So um, one of the things that I always try to remember is all I can control is what I can control and everything else I just need to let go of. And it's so helpful in my stress levels and, you know, just letting the world sort of rumble around me and I'm just controlling my little bubble of myself and that's it. And I said that to a woman once and she was like, oh my gosh, are you like into yoga and meditation? And I was like, oh my gosh, no, <laughs> I'm not a yoga kid. I try, I'd like to be, but I'm not. Um, and I was like, no, nope, that was just from, you know, therapy and learning and going through life and recognizing the fact that I can't control other people. I can't control what that person does. I need to just let it go because if I try to control it, I'm going to make myself crazy. And it's just taking energy that I don't need to give to that. So hopefully that helps you a little bit in your own, you know, um, positive thought journey and um, your own self-talk, recognizing all the things that maybe you're dealing with. Some people have um, struggles with some of these and some people have struggles with others. So maybe you are really big into comparing yourself and you need to work on that. Maybe you are someone who makes a lot of excuses and sort of lets that bring you down. You need to work on that. So everybody's got different things that they struggle with, but hopefully today you got a few tools that can be helpful to you moving forward. So if you, if you have any questions, you guys know where to find me. I've got my website, titaniumonlinefitness.com. Um, you can always email me from there. Um, you can join me in my Facebook group, which is Be The Change, titaniumfitness.com. <laughs> um, you can find me. So if you, if you need more, please reach out. 
and um, I can help you with that. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for walking, for listening in, for doing the work and making the changes and creating, you know, a better place for your brain and your body to be, right? That's what you're doing. You're exercising, you're focusing in on positive things. You're trying to change your thought pattern to be a better just vessel and a place to live because you only get one guys. That's it. This is the body that you've got and you've got to love her and you've got to honor her and you've got to take care of her and she will love you for it. So um, you are done. Thank you so much again. And I hope that you guys have a beautiful day and make sure that you take some time to stretch. Um, once you get back to wherever you started from, get some water into you and know that you did a good thing for yourself today. So thank you so much and I will see you next week.